Hello, this is the pre-show thing from Mike, the host of this podcast, to say that we spoil Shang-Chi in this and The Legend of the Ten Rings. So um, if you haven't seen that movie yet and you care about spoilers, um, probably don't listen to this. If you don't care about spoilers, um, who who cares? You can listen. Have a good time. That's Just all. Listen anyway. Listen anyway, Phoebe. All right, goodbye. Or Thomas. I mean, not goodbye. Um, the podcast is beginning. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of 2000s Trash, where every week we watch a 2000s film with a trashy reputation and decide whether it is trash or treasure. My name is Mike, and with me, like every week, is Patrick. And guess what? It's only Patrick today. Yeah, it's just like the whole episode. In a way, this is the whole episode sequel, because we're also watching a movie from 2003. With four words, four letters in the title that starts with H. And there's also a desert. Also a desert. Yeah. Also, um, is there any actors that are in both? I don't think so. Oh, um, um, wait, I can make a connection. Tim Blake Nelson was in The Incredible Hulk. <gasps> and Incredible Hulk is somewhat a sequel to this, but not really. What did you watch this week? What did I watch this week? Well, wait, movie. did we introduce ourselves? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Fuck. It's so late. Keep it in. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> movie-wise, I literally only watched one movie besides the one we watched today, and it was uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend uh, of the Ten Rings. That's what I watched as well. It's pronounced Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Because uh, it sounds similar to Sean. That was, that was the joke. They had a whole fucking scene explaining it. Yeah. Okay. I honestly... You go first. Honestly, I liked the movie. It's a very okay movie. I think it could have been like 20 minutes shorter. Honestly, that's how I feel about it. I, want, I wanted to love this movie. It had all the ingredients of a, of a Mike Likes movie. movie. It, was, it was martial arts based. Um, it had um, DO, uh, DOP, one of my favorite DOPs, um, Bill Pope, who did The Matrix and Spider-Man 2 and uh, Scott Pilgrim. So I expected some good punchings. And all I wanted really was good punchings because, like, the, the I didn't know what to expect from it. It's Marvel. They're going to play it safe. But I just wanted good punchings. And the punchings I was a bit disappointed with. Um, there were some good shots. Like, I think it was choreographed well and the stunt work was good. I believe it was, like, some team that has worked with Jackie Chan before. Like, there's some connection there. But it was edited to shit. Uh, it was covered in CGI. I don't like... There's, there was a lot of slow motion. Yeah. And I'm really over that. Yeah. And there's like, way, way too many flashbacks at random points. I think oh, yeah. The structure just... was all over the place for me. Yeah. I think my biggest complaint is the whole movie was just exposition. It was. The, like, it starts off with the, like, whole 20-minute, like, prologue thing as they do. Where it's like, a thousand years ago... There was a being and there was some sort of magic amulets and there was a war and all, you know, all the, like the way you start every fantasy movie. Yeah, like something like the Scorpion King. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should do that movie. <laughs> True. Um, the Mummy too. But yeah, uh, for anyone who still wants to see Shang-Chi, I'd say um, it's a fine movie. But I think I'm at my tipping point with Marvel movies. Yeah, it's literally like as good as any other um, like introductory character movie for Marvel. Because the thing is, it's just the same shtick again. And that I thought with this phase of movies, they're like, we're going to be trying different things. Yeah. 
but this just felt like I was watching Black Widow again. It felt like I was watching Captain Marvel again. Yeah, it's very reminiscent it felt like I was watching like how like, I felt when I was watching Black Widow. I think Black Widow had a better resolution um, compared to Black what Widow. the characters were in the movie. Because, like, spoiler here. So, like, skip ahead for, like, a minute if you don't want to hear spoilers. But, like, they had they could have just resolved it with his dad and not had a giant bat demon come out of the, the door. And oh, yeah. it would have been so I much better. Out. I checked out by that point. Yeah. I was expecting going in, I was like, I can't wait to like the first two thirds and then not like the last third. But um, <laughs> the first two thirds, I didn't even, I wasn't even really a fan of. Yeah. Like, I think the best fight scene, in my opinion, was the bus scene. Because that had a bit of like, it escalated and there was a structure to it. And I don't, there was that, you know, the old boy homage, as James pointed out, with the, yeah. the side scrolling thing. And I feel like all the characters in that scene, they were given something to do and it was exciting, even though I had some problems with it. But after that scene happened, I was like, oh, okay, that was okay, but I can't wait for the better action scenes. That was one of the best ones. I think, I think that was the best one because yeah. by the end it was just... CGI garbage happening. Yeah. Whatever. The actor that played um, the Mandarin, but I, I yeah, forget I was what he was called. Say, that's your favorite bit. He's Trevor in the movies. Oh yeah, that guy. I was gonna say the like the real Mandarin. I forget what oh, that actor is called. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know his what, name either. sorry, what the character's called? Like the Ten Rings Man. Yeah, they didn't call him the Mandarin because he was like they were cultural appropriated me in Iron Man Three. Yeah, because of course they have to reference that. They have to reference everything for the dummies. But um, did you know that he's an Iron Man villain? Yep. Uh, I did kind of like that how they explained it that away at the start. I was like, alright, that's a good hand wave. They'd be like the Ten Rings expanded, so all all the and, all and then the he world. was there, and then the Mandarin from Iron Man Three was there. Yeah, and he was one again, of the, he was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, but the real Mandarin, he's played by Tony Lung. Oh, I remember the name. Yep, uh, he he's a great actor. He's in um two two of my favorite movies, um In the Mood for Love and Hard Boiled. So it was good seeing him in one of these stupid movies. Yeah, and I'd say he was one of the, my favorite parts of it. He had like an effortlessly um, interesting screen presence, I thought. Like he was Wait, menacing when he needed to be in like the genuine like um, heart to heart moments I kind of bought into. Yeah, I liked all the performances from like pretty much all the main cast. Oh yeah, the acting was good. I didn't like the, the script really. No, I actually going into it, I thought I'd find Aquafina's character annoying, but she was one of my favorite characters because yeah. at least she, I don't know, provided some levity and she was the only one not shouting exposition constantly yeah because she was like the us character not knowing what the fuck was going on in the movie. yeah every time you meet a character it's like oh when your mother died she left a legacy and one day you're meant to fulfill the blah 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 she left me this to give to you when the time was right i'm like ah i'm so over this lots of dragon expositional plot points that they gain i'm so over this and then there's a dragon okay what um Okay, yeah, but uh, also another fighting thing that I watched this week was um, I started Jujutsu Kaisen. That's a very good show. Animation is great. I recommend cool. having a look, Mike, if you actually want to see some good fighting anime. Okay. Oh, he's looking. He's got I'm his looking. spectacles on. By spectacles, I mean his hands are on his face in the shape of glasses. Awooga. Yeah, he's got um, oh, awooga glasses. Anything more about Shang-Chi? No, that's all I can think about. But um, yeah, besides uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I... I don't remember what the movie was called, but it was um, something about in like it was like a dramatization of like how um, eating disorders affect people. And it was like a recovery hmm. home. Keanu Reeves was in it. 
He's um, the doctor. Yeah. I'm, I didn't actually finish it because I had to leave where I was. So I'm going to finish that next week at some point. I'll learn the name for the next pod. Cool. Yeah. Um, That's all I watched, really. Shang-Chi was filmed in Sydney, wasn't it? Some of it. I think a lot of it was because I remember last year it was going on like during the pandemic. Yeah, didn't they or have like, like just a, after? Because I think they had credits for New South Wales, Victoria, and yeah. South Australia. Yeah, I think Victoria they outsourced for like the VFX stuff. Yeah, definitely. Because I remember they they were filming a lot of it in Sydney. I think it was like around this time last year because Australia lifted restrictions a lot quicker than the rest of the world. So like just yeah, because we're an here. island. Yeah. yeah. And now we're doing horribly with COVID. That'll that'll uh that'll show yeah them. that'll show show us. All right. Um. Let's, what did you watch? Uh, that's all I watched. Did you watch any TV shows? I don't think so. Did oh, I? Oh, wow. I don't know. Did you? Um, I, need, I need to know now. Did we talk about What If last week? Episode uh, three. No, I can't we remember. Did. I don't think we did. I thought that episode was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, the the change because the show is it's something different happens in the universe is that Hope worked for Shield and she died and then um, Hank Pym was very angry about that and he turned into Yellow Jacket. Yeah, and killed all the Avengers before the first movie. My only qualm with that episode, other than the horrendous animation style in all of them, but um, I it relies on the audience having seen all the Marvel movies. For the reveals to be satisfying and make sense. Yeah. The like, only one I hadn't seen was Hulk of those. And I'm like, I, I know the scene. Yeah. It's the scene that everyone knows from that movie. Yeah. Because there were... I feel like with the murder mystery, you need to have little hints. Mm. True. But uh, I think with the 30-minute episode, if you had, like, hints in there, it might have been too obvious. Yeah. I thought it was really obvious. Like, as soon as, like, he died, like, um, Tony died. And then um, who died second? It was... Oh yeah, Thor. I'm like Thor. Yeah, and then because Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm like it's probably is it is Ant Man the villain? That's what I always like was mm. thinking like straight away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch on straight away, but I think at some point I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. once Hawkeye died, I'm like, is it Ant Man? I I think I didn't. Mm. I'm like I no my my thought was like it can't be Ant Man. Yeah. And then it was. But it was Hank Pym. Yeah, he's still Ant Man. It's very in character of him. He's a bit of an asshole yeah he is he literally becomes yellow jacket in the comment uh sorry comics yeah. because he's like just got fed up with it and he slaps his wife in the face yeah a wife beater just like bill murray allegedly bill murray <laughs> yeah allegedly i was looking for my um my hair tie for like hours <laughs> and it was just further up on my arm where my jacket was there covering. is a uh, big mark on mike's there arm is. i can't confirm maybe that's why i was feeling fucking woozy um <laughs> losing blood supply to your hand Let's get into the movie of the yeah. day. So, speaking of Marvel, Hulk is yep. what we watched today. Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. Um, hey, Siri. Siri. What is the synopsis for Hulk 2003? What? Siri. Hey, Siri. What is the synopsis for Hulk 2003? Here's info about Hulk. The larger-than-life Marvel superhero, the Hulk explodes onto the big screen. Shall I continue? Yes. Yes. After a freak lab accident unleashes a genetically enhanced, impossibly strong creature, a terrified world must marshal its forces to stop a being with abilities beyond imagination. That synopsis lied. He didn't explode. 
That was a weird synopsis. Yeah. I mean, I guess he was an experiment, but it didn't like just happen. Like it yeah. happened at the start of the movie and then it was like 30 years. It was unleashed. And then he got hit with gamma radiation, which I think made him more susceptible to turning into the green big bad man. Green big bad man. No, bad man. Um, Gosh. Mark, you can't hear. I need to get your hearing checked. Uh-uh. What? You need to get your hearing checked. What? Okay, let's move on. What do you think of the movie? I liked it. Last time I uh, quote unquote in air quotes with your fingers saw this movie was when I edited your commentary track for it. And I did not watch the movie for that. I was just going through listening to what you guys were <laughs> saying while the movie was playing on my premiere file. But yeah, this is a good movie. It's a good movie. Because like um, it's more so just designed to be like a tragic superhero story. And apparently it was like criticized at the time for being way too serious for being like a comic book movie. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Actually, I want to I bring in a new um, element of the show we, <gasps> where we should read out like what the general consensus of the movie is. Mm, you're crazy. Because sometimes people are like, is that movie trashy? Why'd you do that movie? Because um, people don't like it generally. Um, this movie has 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, which is quite low. I would give it at least a seven. Because that's probably out of like thousands of ratings. Yeah. I'd probably give it like a seven on IMDb, I think. It's a good movie. Um, yeah. That's of like... 259,000 ratings. That's a couple. So that's an average. And 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't know how if any of those reviews are new or not. Yeah, that seems like a much better score, like, in comparison to IMDb. Yeah, that's 237, like, critic reviews. Oh, jeez, and the audience is 29%. Oh, yeah, audience 29. So there you go. That's the general consensus for that. And 54% on Metacritic. So all around the board, it's, like, middle... Straight down the middle. Yeah, like these, 50, these 50, kids 50. these days think they get Marvel. They're like, oh, my Edward Norton's not in there. Shaking my head. Yeah. Um, as a kid, when I watched this movie, I did not like it. I, I thought it was very boring and slow. And in, when all the talking scenes, I'd probably play with my Hulk action figures and imagine a different scene. <laughs> but better. when I rewatched it like a couple years ago, I was like, fuck. It's good. I, I love this movie. Yeah, it's good. It's like... They don't treat superhero movies like this anymore because they've been kind of... Marvel-sized. Yeah, I was trying to think of a word. I guess Marvel-sized is the word. Yeah, they've made Marvel movies. Post-Iron Man Marvel movies. Well, like this this 2000s era of superhero movies in retrospect that people didn't like at the time, I kind of like now because they kind of just threw it to directors and were like, do something with the superhero. Yeah, do something in your style, your vision. Do yeah. it now. And I think because fans are loud and annoying, they're like, it's not like the comics. We want something that's like the comics. So now we have the MCU, Yay. which is kind of like the comics. It's more, they do things accurate that people know, and then they change things. I can't believe they change things like this. But anyways, I think this is like, um, I wouldn't call it an art movie because like everything in it is like, pretty self-explanatory yeah if you're paying attention but it's got more depth and like nuance than the edward norton one <laughs> like this is essentially a movie where the hulk acts as a metaphor for repressed childhood trauma yeah and like quite literally abuse yeah it's very obvious as well if you miss that as an adult i don't know what to tell you you miss oh yeah things. it's pretty much spelt out like it's not even subtext it's like the text of the movie like literally you see the event that causes him his trauma before you realize what actually happened as yeah well. and they kind of like drip feed you with like bits of the story as he's like yeah so you're, you're going like, through like um uh him realizing it 
like what actually happened to him himself. Yeah, like, there's oh, like no. little hints of like, oh, yeah. what happened? A little trail that we're following. And different perspectives. A lot of just characters talking to each other, which I guess as a kid, you're like, uh, get on with it. I want to see Hulk smash things, which you're you get like, plenty of. I want to see the... I want to see it now. You get plenty of Hulk smashing. You do. There's like a 20 minute sequence, sweet sequence of him in the desert. Well, yeah, shit out of tanks and he's running this away. Movie is just over two hours long, so I would hope I would get at least like a, a tenth of that in yeah. smashing time. And you said it took 42 minutes for him to actually turn <laughs> into the Hulk. Yeah, that's movie. a little fun fact. You get a bit early. Which I I really like that because yeah. by the time it happens, it's like. Yeah, another, another fun fact with him turning into Hulk the first couple times is they didn't want to show him in the daylight, so you get, mm. get used to seeing him on the screen, apparently. Yeah, and I like that, because if you blow your load too early, it's like, yeah. And they've I think they've kept up that trope in Hulk movies that have followed. Yeah. Because in the Incredible Hulk, the first time you see him, he's, like, concealed in shadows. And in the Avengers, the first time he transforms, it's kind of on the helicarrier, and you don't see him that well until oh yeah he's all hidden he's in outside like the bay yeah yeah um what else i really like eric banner in this movie i like nick nolte um there's fun, lots of fun fact nick nolte had to like grow really wild hair for this movie as you'll oh, yeah. see and there's an infamous uh photo of him um when he got a dui Oh, DUI, sorry. And um, he had the haircut for this movie. So there's like an infamous um, oh, photo no. of him with crazy hair while I want um, to see that photo. being caught drunk driving. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's directed by Ang Lee. And I really like Ang Lee. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but the ones I've seen, I'm like, I like this guy. What are some of the ones you've seen? I've seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's I haven't a good seen that one. one. It's martial arts. I haven't seen it in a while, though, so I'd like to watch that again. Do it a day. I think I've seen, like, half of Brokeback Mountain on TV. I haven't seen any of it. Uh, I've seen The Gemini Man. <laughs> I've seen parts of that one. You um, love The Gemini Man. I do. I liked it a lot. So I've seen all, like, the stupid ones, I guess. But I haven't seen um, his earlier ones before Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And I haven't seen Life of Pi, either. I haven't seen that either, either. Um, but quite a lot of these are on my list. So, yeah. Get to it. I'll get to it. He's watch a... them all for next week. Don't watch any horror movies. <laughs> oh, dear. I've been slacking on the horror movies the last week. I'll have to catch up. You do indeed. I didn't see them on um, my feed, shaking my head. Ang Lee, born in 1954. Happy birthday. Hey, um, he's a year younger than my dad. Let's get into the, the bingo. Bingo song. Oh, shit. All right, um, bing, bingo, bingo, bingo time. It's the checklist. Don't get on my heck list or you'll end up neckless. Bingo. Every week we do a bingo segment where we've got the 2000s tropes um, that we have um, scientifically correlated from our knowledge of 2000s movies, the recurring things. And we tick off each week... Um, the squares to see if we got a bingo. And you can see it on our on our Instagram page. The Phoebe only posts thing them. I could think to change for this would be uh, randomizing the board every week would be yeah, fun. Yeah, I think yeah. we should. It's just that whatever I made it on, I think it was Canva or some shit. Yeah. It's hard to like just easily rearrange everything. Yeah. But we'll do that eventually. Um, we could have like a bingo card each or something. That'd be fun. Let's see be who like, gets a bingo. I got the movie bingo this week. Yeah. Um, outdated celebrity cameo. I have no idea. I would say Lou Ferrigno, the original Hulk. Oh. Kind of counts. Kind of, yeah. 
Because like, he's not a celebrity now. Yeah, I would call it more of like an homage. It's a homage, but yeah, I it's it's sort of. It's not like Paris Hilton popping up or anything. What about Stan Lee? Is he an outdated oh, celebrity cameo? I guess he's fucking dead, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I ticked it anyway, just because of yeah. old Hulk. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, backstory around a campfire. Yes. Yeah, there was backstory around like a fireplace. Yeah. It, well, it didn't look like it was a real one, but it looked like there was a really, really good attempt of like um, recreating one. Yeah. Because there's a lot of close-ups in this movie, so that scene was all shot in close-ups. There was no like... Or if they did shooting mid shots or anything, they did not include them. Yeah, which is another thing about movies like blockbuster movies now that kind of annoys me. The coverage is really boring. Yeah. Which Shang-Chi had some good coverage, but they just cut too many times. They use like all the angles instead of just holding on something. Yeah. Like Um, Spider-Man 2 scene where he's explaining that it was his fault. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of just close-ups Yeah, when you need to. Not for a whole movie, which this movie kind of was at times, but um, close-ups, I, I think, are really... All I know is I didn't notice the editing for this movie besides the transitions, which means that it was good editing. Yes. Uh, we'll get to transitions, won't we? Yeah. Um, original song, I'm not yeah, sure. The one that was like the, the theme the whole time. It's everywhere. That's the score. Orig- that's original music right there. Yeah, but it was the whole movie though. It wasn't like just like but when one character appears, it was the whole movie was the score. Alright. Danny Elfman, um Good good music. Good job. Yes. Um unexplained fantasy element. They kind of explain it a lot more than they you would expect for a Marvel movie. Um Forced Love Interest. No, I think no. they've they known each other since they were kids. Yeah, do they even have a kiss? I think that they were broken up in this movie, but they yeah, still have they, a good it was like friendship. a a form a former romance, but there was still like a good friendship there. Yeah, it yeah. Rem- reminded Hulk of better times or something. Um, wacky transitions was the whole movie. Oh boy, yeah. I wish we got a bingo just for that because um, yeah, they try and do them. like the comic book um thing where there's panels, multiple panels on the screen at the same time. Which a lot of people have complained about, but I I don't know. I like it. I think it, it looks great. So it looks like, tacky, but it's kind of fun. I also like when they have like um a character doing something somewhere else and then it has like mm. they like um do a swipe, but the character stays there and then there's another perspective on a different character somewhere yeah. else. It looks really good. Like it brings two shots together on the same frame, if that makes sense. Kinda of remind me of Speed Racer. Yeah. Speed yeah. Racer did a lot of that. Definitely has that aesthetic. Um, product placement, there wasn't, um, I don't think. Not that, not that I remember. There was no, like, Dr. Pepper in the middle of the Unless frame Unless you count the U.S. military. Propaganda. Yeah, fun fact about the stealth helicopters in this movie, they were literally, uh, the program making them uh, was dismantled the year after filming. Huh. So those helicopters don't exist anymore. Interesting. Yeah, and they were only used on one mission, apparently. So did the U.S. military budget. As a fun fact. We'll get into fun facts. At some point. Um, bad fashion. Yes. Yeah. Since 2000s. Yeah. There were some bits, but it wasn't like too bad. Um, leather jacket bad guys. I ticked. The military. Well, I think the um, old mate, the guy that blows up, wasn't... I think he had a leather jacket earlier in the movie. Probably, but also I just the remember. military. They were goons. They were Ross's yeah. goons. Um, bad VFX. Oh, boy, yeah. Overall, I actually... I don't mind the VFX in this. 
they're very much of the time, which doesn't look great now, but at the time it would have looked really good. Yeah, I think my biggest problem is the shade of green they've chosen is very like an un. <laughs> it's like the Clifford the Big Red Dog CGI where it's like it was this really vivid red. Yeah, but it's which a very you'd never see sickly green. You'd never see anything look like that in real life. So ever. that's what throws you off. And um, some of the texturing wasn't quite there, like especially in wider shots. Yeah. Also, the rock, the rock CGI man. Oh, yeah, at the end, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, let the electric look fine, it but the rock. More, more noticeable the higher quality you watch this in because we watched it on the blu-ray yeah i can actually tell what was going on in the blu-ray yeah and um yeah some of the the models looked a bit off because i assume what they did is they had like a super detailed one for close-ups and then they had lower res ones for the further away shots so they didn't have to use as much cpu or whatever yeah rendering processing CPU and graphics. So it looked best when it was like a close-up on his face. But uh, some of the further away shots, um, he looked a bit too smooth. True, true. Smooth but the lighting overall was pretty good, I thought. Um, but I still took off bad VFX because a lot of it is pretty dated. Indubitably. Dated reference I didn't tick. This isn't the kind of movie that like they reference things. Yeah, the closest thing to like a reference was there was a president that was kind of Bush esque, but no, yeah, that doesn't really count. Fishing or something. Yeah. Um, extreme sports, no. <laughs> Tank fighting. Yeah, if only. Uh, there was no BMX or snowboarding or anything in this. So sad. Um, title of the movie, yes. I actually couldn't remember if they were they would say it or not, but they did say it at one scene in the movie. I don't remember it. It, it was like. In the middle of a sentence, it wasn't like he's turned into a Hulk. But when Bruce Banner and Jennifer Connelly are talking, he says, like, this thing, this Hulk. Oh, amazing. Comes out. Like, something like it. that. Yeah. Say it. I saw it in the subtitles. I wasn't uh, I wasn't mishearing it. Um, Wait, we didn't even really have the sound on because it's very late where we are. Yeah, and um, the dynamic range of the fucking sound is, is so extreme. Yeah. Like, I understand why they do it because it's like that 5.1 surround sound mix where if you watch it in the cinema, you want the the loud scenes to feel extra loud and like the dialogue scenes to feel like just loud enough yeah, that you can hear like it. It feels like there's like an 8 dB difference between when it's just dialogue and then when um like the action yeah. scenes start up. I find that pretty standard with Blu-rays though. That ones I've watched, especially Christopher Nolan movies. Holy shit. <laughs> Nolan movies. When there's an action scene, you have to turn it down like 15 fucking button presses. <laughs> yeah. um, Tenet. Fourth wall break or narration, there wasn't. No. It's not that kind of movie. Poop or fart joke, no, it wasn't that kind of movie. Uh, there, was a, there was a dick biting joke and no, no. the tank hitting his dick joke. So there were two dick jokes. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess it's better quality than, you know, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> uh, midpoint midpoint montage I'm not uh, too sure I don't think there was a midpoint one But there was, a, there was a few There's like the bit where he's running through the desert But I don't know if you'd call it the midpoint Montage No that wasn't the midpoint no, That was pretty been... That was like towards the end of the second act Yeah Um. There was no bloopers Ever since mum died There was Yeah kind of It was It was a big linchpin Of the his backstory Um Dance party at the end There was not That would Sadly not Be I incredibly wish, upsetting if I wish happened. all of the CGI models Were dancing in the credits <laughs> Um Uh Character smears on window no. I wish 
but there is character explodes into a freeze frame. <laughs> Such a good bit. My favorite bit. Yeah. And he's like a cartoon cutout. Like, ah. Yeah, it's amazing. In English. Sadly not. No. No, no racism for languages. Pop punk song there was. Yeah, uh, credits. In the credits. I don't know who the song was by. I should have shazammed it. I should have. Maybe that was an original song as yeah, well. Yeah, that was the original song. I'll take that. If, unless it wasn't. I'll double check. Um, sad montage. Uh, not really. There is a bit where Hawk's kind of looking at the flowers and like the sand and he's like, what is life? Yeah, he's remembering his little bonsai plant from home. Yeah. Or terrarium, whatever it was. Um, and then he gets attacked. Um, he's right behind me, isn't he? No. Um, no. No. Screaming, then another character screams. I wish. That would have been funny. Um, would you count at like the end when they're like his dad and him and his dad are like screaming at each other? It's like, go. Oh, and he's like, eh. I mean, if they it's both not the, scream, then yes. It's cause... not the trope, but uh, it's whatever. You gotta, you take what you get with these these movies this, this bingo because like <laughs> it's not going to apply to every single movie yeah, take it or leave it take it all um so yeah, we didn't get a bingo if we got product placement we'd have got a bingo true true so i guess I, not too bad yeah not too bad it's a good movie good movie um, some tropes problematic gometer we'll go through that quick because i don't think it will was anything that much yeah <laughs> that happened at all honestly that was problematic this is probably the lowest problematic onward ever, maybe. Yeah, because it's, you know, a decent movie. Um, where the fuck is my list? Where my heck list? Cue the song. Um, no, we don't have a problematic a problematic onward song. Cause Cue the song. That, um, you have to sing one. I did last week. Why didn't you make a song? Because uh, I said we'd do a, do a new one each week. So. Oh, okay. Hey. I don't think this is very problematic, but guess what? It's problematic time. It is. Uh, racism, no. No, no, there was not. I mean, there was no black characters, but that's not really racism. <laughs> um, there was a green one, though. There was a green one. Green people are um, weapons. Cultural appropriation, no. No, no, I don't um, think there was. Stereotypes, um, nothing blatant. I only, guess, like, only Hulk stereotypes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, sexism, no. no. This movie only really had like three characters. Correct. I guess four if you count the the goon. Yeah, I didn't like the libertarian guy. He was cringe. Yeah. But it was really just um, oh, like five if you count the goon because I guess it's Hulk, his dad, Jennifer Connelly, and her dad. So it's a really focused movie. It's all just about the character dynamics and how they all connect. Correct. It's not really a plot movie. Why not? Um. I don't know. It's not really like Hulk going on a mission and an adventure. Yeah, he's just like kind of discovering it's, his trauma. Yeah, it's him, yeah. Reconciling with his past. Correct. Um, toxic masculinity, I guess. Yeah, it, that, I guess it does get ticked off. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Literally the libertarian guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, body shaming, no. That'd <laughs> no. be weird. No, they were healing bodies in this movie. Yeah, fat fuck. Um, oh, no. Gaslighting? <sighs> no. Maybe not really. Not you really. can't really gas like a gaslight a kid. You just straight up lie to them. You don't gaslight them. Yeah. Sexual assault. Ooh. No. No. There was abuse. There was definitely like bodily abuse. I tried to steal like um, Bruce Banner shit when he was asleep. Yeah. Um, dwarfism. No. No. Transphobia. No. no. Homophobia. No. No. 
animal abuse, kind of. Uh, CGI animals. <laughs> CGI animals got the shit beat and, out uh, of them. And a prosthetic rat and frog. And frog. Um, rape joke, no, no Weinstein credits. Whew, we love to see it. Um, and by see it, I mean not see it. And by see it, I mean fun facts time. Hit the theme song. This is the fun facts section with Patrick and Mike. This is the fun facts section. So hang in tight. Fun facts. I want to hear what the fuck is happening. I screenshotted a bunch of fun facts, but there was way too many. So I only screenshotted enough well, to be like, oh, this was too many. Well, I screenshotted ones that I liked. I don't know who this actor is, so I'm going to continue to this one. But uh, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, and Steve Buscemi were considered to be Bruce Banner in this movie. What the fuck? And there's a few other ones that I don't even know the Can name of. Can you read of. that list again? Um, uh, for the ones that I care about, it's Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Jeff okay. Goldblum, and Steve Buscemi. The first two make a bit of sense. <laughs> Who are the- Steve who's, Buscemi. Who's the first person? I don't know. Oh, Billy Crudup. He, he was kind of big at the time. Yeah. I can, I can see him and also, as Bruce Banner. Oh, David Duchovny. I think he's the- the X-Files guy? Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't, he, he maybe I'm wrong. He was kind of big at the time. Um, I haven't seen the X-Files. Steve Buscemi as the Hulk? That would have been hilarious. Is no, that what as ins- Bruce Banner. Yeah, as Bruce Banner, but like, is that what inspired that meme? Have you seen that meme of like Steve Buscemi's <laughs> face on the Hulk and he's like... <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, What the fuck? Yeah, but also the frog was fake. The crew actually pumped okay, air into it to make it look like it was breathing. I wasn't sure if it was fake or not. It was. I guess you can't get away with it, even in the 2000s. Did you know that uh, Ang Lee's son actually designed the Hulk dogs? Interesting. Yeah, it's cute. He pulled a Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, Ang Lee did the motion capture for the Hulk. I don't know if that's a fun fact. That was a fun fact to have. Yeah, Mike called it. Yeah, Ang Lee Lee, um, did the mocap for Hulk. He can run really fast. There's clips of it. It's really funny. He can run really fast. Just this tiny Asian man in a ping pong suit. (laughs) Oh, it was a ping pong suit era. Okay. Uh, the house used by Betty Ross was used into Kill a Mockingbird. Same house. Oh, okay. Like yeah. that cabin. Um, this is a, I thought this was funny. Uh, Ang Lee took Eric Banner to watch a bare knuckle boxing match to prepare him for the brutality of the role. <laughs> you see this? You're going to have to do that to some fucking dogs. You're going to do this to some dogs and tanks. Why is my leg dead? I'm literally just sitting. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably the chair. Um, Sam Elliott accepted the role of, uh, of uh, General Ross without reading the script because he just wanted to work with Ang Lee. That's very fair. I'd do that too. Yeah, yeah. I feel true. like a lot of actors do that because that's how they end up in movies that aren't very good. Yeah. Because they, they're like, I want to work with that It's director. kind of like how Sam Jackson just wants to be in movies, but like oh yeah, with people just wanting to work with the director. I like Sam Jackson's attitude. He's like, I, I don't know. I just like making movies. I don't care if they're bad. Yeah. I love them all. I think he just likes helping people out. He just seems like a good guy. Yeah. I like that he... He seems to watch his movies as well. Yeah, he loves- Like, some actors don't like watching themselves, but Sam Jackson is yeah, like- Yeah, he loves it. He loves everything cinema. Yeah, he's like, I watched Snakes on a Plane the other day. It was a good movie. <laughs> I hope you watched it this week. Fuck, we have to do Snakes on a Plane on the podcast. Is it a 2000s movie? It's 2000 something. Early 2000s, mid 2000s. Um, The amount of CGI involved in the Hulk uh, battle against the mutant dogs was one of the hardest, most complicated scenes ILM has ever done. Mm, Ultimately, they ended up on screen was only one third of what was originally storyboarded. Oh, geez. Because it was too expensive to film the other two thirds. 
That's fair. It was already pretty long, so I think the length it was was fine. Yeah. I mean, I think they probably would have had, like, um, just better, like, in-between elements. It's pretty violent. Yeah. Okay, you'll like, you'll like this one. Edward Norton was approached to play Bruce Banner, <laughs> but turned it down as despite being a fan of the Hulk, he did not like the script. He later <laughs> accepted the role for The Incredible Hulk It's pretty funny, because even when he accepted that role, he didn't like the script of that one either. Yeah. He rewrote it yeah, famously. Micromanaged it, yeah. And that's why he didn't come back, because they're like, fuck this guy. He doesn't do what we tell him to do. He's got Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. He'll do anything we tell him to do. It's true. It's true. He'll be at the end of Shang-Chi. Spoilers. We <laughs> <laughs> already spoiled like three times. It doesn't matter. Um, a lot of microbiology work we see on screen is actually real. It's the work of director Ang Lee's wife. Hmm. Yeah, fun stuff. And that's all the ones I have for fun facts. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, a nice amount of facts. Is that... Is it time to rate the movie? Now it's time to rate the movie. Oh, oh, I think I'll go first. Yeah, do it. I'm going to give this movie a treasure. What? Yeah, and I'm going to give it 1% problematic because it's <laughs> not problematic at fucking all. Um, at yep. most, it makes fun of a libertarian and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I also give it a treasure. I think this is one of the... So it's towards the top of my favorite comic book movies, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's not like a top ten, but maybe like top twenty, top twenty-five. Yeah, I can see that. It's a good. It's yeah. a good one. Um, I like. Yep, all the things I said earlier in the episode. Um, just repeat them here. You were absolutely correct, Mike, um, from the past. And I give it one percent as well because yeah. I feel like zero percent. It's it's impossible it's to like, have zero percent. It's going to be something problematic for someone. Yeah. Also, I don't Fair. think that's really on the scale. I think it's from like one to one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think uh, Ella should review this because she watched it with us, but she is asleep currently, I believe. I give the Hulk treasure because I love the editing and the transitions and it looks really cool, but I don't know if I'd recommend watching it because it's not entertaining and it's very long, but it's definitely not trash. It's a hard one because it's good and bad. The end. Wow. wow. Very insightful. Good review. Anyone else you want to ask? For uh, I want to ask James. James, I want to hear your review. Ang Lee's Hulk. Um, it is both a monkey and a frog movie. Uh, the opening credits are really long, like absurdly long, but I guess that was really in vogue. Especially because of like Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, even Spider-Man 3. Um, all of the transitions are like giga stylized. And uh, it's it's both kind of cool and very distracting. It, it was definitely filmed in a way that was very... Which leaned very heavily into like it being a comic book film. It really does feel like a comic book film. Uh, there's the guy from American Psycho. Uh, not Christian Bale. He's one of the people that works at his work. He uh, he he has one of the business cards. Um, this movie had weirdly a lot of animal gore. I counted uh, three dead frogs on screen, one of which exploded, um, and then the other was just like expanded or dead. And then they showed that frog twice at different points in the movies. And uh, congratulations on Ang Lee. 
for showing uh, uh, a, a, a naked post-Hulk uh, Bruce Banner. That was very cool. Thank you, Ang Lee. Very cool. I can't wait to see what he directs next. Oh, yeah. Um, this movie is a treasure, by the way. It was pretty good. Uh, Kevin Feige, eat your heart out. Good review. Good yeah. review. And, of uh, course, we want to hear from Phoebe about the Incredible Hulk because there's dogs in the movie. Wow, she's going to love talking about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hulk smash the box office with this flick. Um, he's green. He's mean. He's large. He's in charge. Can you tell I haven't seen the movie? <laughs> I'd rate it green out of 10. So five. Wait, we don't do ratings. Fuck. Uh, trash. <laughs> yep. Bye. Wow, she really did love talking about the movie, huh? No, just what I expected. Um, yeah. I think we should actually hear back from Phoebe again because I think she's picking the movie she's for, picking next, the movie week. for yeah. next week. Um, she sent in a voice, a voice memo. What do you call it? And I have Something. not heard. I have not heard what the movie is. She's Neither chose. Have I. Apparently, it's a movie we chose last week, but I don't fucking remember. What I don't remember this either. Um, let's play it. This week we are watching. Wait, wait. You got a plan on the podcast you can't know before. Yeah, we, we are. We listen, we are. To Phoebe. You, you joke stuff. This week we're watching not another teen movie. Whoa, we uh, were supposed to watch that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we now. did. We did talk, said it out loud. We did talk Phoebe. about it. Phoebe's um, in the room now. Yeah, we're doing that next week because what? What the fuck's that movie that came on Netflix? She's all that. He's all that. Phoebe, why are you giving us the middle finger? Don't do that, Phoebe. That's very mo- <laughs> yeah. Very rude. You better um, leave. Not another teen movie. It's a parody of. The teen movies of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, In the early 2000s. She's All That and there's He's All That on Netflix. So I guess it's timely in a way. Whoa. Um, Hulk was kind of timely because um, there was a Hulk in Shang-Chi. Abomination. <gasps> yeah, Abomination. I mean, it would have been better if we did The Incredible Hulk because that was the actual. Did you catch that? He, Wong said that um, like they were building a team or something. I didn't, I didn't catch what he uh, said. I had no idea what he said. I don't know. It, it's, isn't it weird that Wong is in like the next three Marvel movies? Well, not the next three, but he's in this one. I guess he's, he's in... got a team, like on the TV show, they're making a team of bad Avengers. Yeah, he's in this one, he's in Spider-Man 3, and he's in Doctor well, Strange it makes, 2. I think, I don't know how much he's going to be involved in Spider-Man, because he goes on vacation or something. No, but he, he wasn't in this much either. Yeah. He's probably in the same amount in each one. He's like, it's Maybe. just the Wong trilogy. Oh, he's like the Samuel Jackson of stage one. <laughs> oh no, the Coulson of stage one. Oh, there you go. I like Wong. He always just fucks off when people need him. Yeah, it's um, great. Made his abomination punch himself in the face. That's all. Go yeah. follow us at 2000s Trash Pod on Instagram and Twitter, but we don't post there. Um, Maybe we will one day. We post on Instagram, though. Phoebe does it. She does a good job. She does a great job. She does a better job than I ever did. We also, she, she posts some great stories. She does. We also have a YouTube channel, but I haven't posted on it since Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, we're eventually going to have um, video episodes there when we have a yeah. space we can actually film. Fucking, I'll have to work really hard and like backlog all the old episodes up there before we upload and new then stuff. Do them on schedule releases. Yeah, well, I'll just bah, put them all bah, up. Bah, bah, bah. Um, I'll <laughs> just probably... have an image of the two thousands trash, which pops up when you search two thousands trash. Our yeah. logo appears. We haven't posted enough on YouTube 
for like ages. So if you search 2000s trash on YouTube, it doesn't even come up. Amazing. Like even if you click on channels, it doesn't come up there. It comes up with other channels. I'm like, wow, we've really sunk to the bottom of the algorithm. No. Um, but we'll get there. We're not on Spotify. We're popping on off. On Spotify, that's probably how you're hearing this. Um, or iTunes or other ones. All right, that's it. See yeah, you next see week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Not another teen movie starring Chris Evans. You know, I actually am sick of um, seeing all those teen movies.